the movie, and I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm going to start off with this. The summertime is not really such a good time for movies for me generally. It's usually sort of like a winter thing where I will just sit there and binge. But one thing right. that I got really just went down the absolute deepest rabbit hole with last weekend was Audrey Hepburn movies. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I've seen them all besides like one. And every time I go on Amazon, there's a different one that's available. And then the last one's not. So now now I'm out like $30. Right. But <laughs> That's how they lure you in. Uh, that is definitely how they lure you in. There are some people, generally when I watch movies anymore that are that old, the, the way that like the music is, and every, it puts me to sleep because it's like, it's it's motion pictures, but like literally someone just rolling pictures in front of me and maybe like these old mid-Atlantic accents that they used to use right. when, for, in like the 50s boom era. And then, and just these orchestral um scores yeah that i just like i appreciate it and then i just start dozing off but but her movies for some reason i just cannot stop paying attention to right well that's like me lately like um we've we've talked about this personally before and like I, lately i've been uh trying to get on a jurassic park kick like me and my brother want to sit down one day and just watch all five right now before the new one comes out and I was telling him, like, dude, you have to watch The Lost World as an adult. It never made sense to you as a kid. Yeah. Watching it as an adult, you're like, this is a really freaking dark movie. Like, Well, and there's movies like that to where even when you're still an adult and you've seen it and then you revisit it every time, you're seeing new things in it. And it's, it's like a, it's continuously developing. And that's also what makes a really good movie. I mean, that's why those movies are great in the first place is because you can watch them over and over and over again and you can repeat the lines word for word and still find new things in there right that's well geez that's that's a tarantino movie you're always still finding new things right exactly <laughs> like since the hateful eight can't has come out i've probably watched it over 10 a dozen times i'm still finding things that i didn't see before it's right well, we're also Same. talking about a three and a half hour movie almost right you have a lot of time to find some stuff <laughs> <laughs> um so the movie that you had me watch was called The Jerk. That came out, first of all, I thought that was going to be an 80s movie. That was 1978 or 9? Yeah, uh, 78, I believe. Uh, yeah, right. So number one, the first thing that, I mean, num I didn't even know that Steve Martin, who's the main character in that, I didn't even know that he was making movies in the 70s. Oh, yeah. And, he, let me um... say, and the other thing that I noticed about him, was there ever a point where he looked under the age of 60 because in that movie he's still got white hair yeah bleach white hair and dark brown like black eyebrows he still has that look right now yeah and he just looks a little bit older right but like what the fuck? <laughs> he looks like he's 60 how old is he oh. how old is steve martin because no. that is and i haven't looked this up i'm doing it right now I mean, that, that is a long time ago. Half the people in that movie are probably dead. Not because they're too old, I guess, because of drugs, but... <laughs> well, that was, like, right before the 80s started, so yeah, probably. He's 76. He was born in 1945. He was in his 30s already. Yeah. He was older than we are back then, and that was 40 years ago, 43 years ago. Yeah. So, number one, I just couldn't get over that when I saw him, and I was like, oh, my God, because <laughs> I just expected it to be, like, late 80s or something. Yeah. Not only that, I absolutely, like, I really don't understand what what, what the deal was with him living <laughs> with it. It's a, first of all, a movie that couldn't be made right now. Oh, gosh, no. Go. Also, I'm thinking in my head, why did they even include it? <laughs> Mid-aged, obviously has some problems with him. It's sort of like the Forrest. It's like Forrest Gump, but really, like but the movie's really stupid. Um, I, I and living with a bunch of, and living with a black family in what looks like the 30s, but I mean, it's the 70s. Right. <laughs> but it's the 70s, Louisiana or whatever it is that they're in. I think, yeah, I think it's Louisiana. That I guess might as well be the 30s at that point. I mean, look at that house. It was all dilapidated. and Right. I'm just so confused by it. So my initial reaction is a lot of confusion. 
is a lot of, okay, he's this Forrest Gump kind of character 20 years before Forrest Gump comes out. And I don't know why, but I'm going to figure that out. And I never do. Right. Um, and then the other thing that I realized is how dirty circuses must have been in the 70s. Like, I mean, I'm looking at that. I'm looking at that daredevil woman that was yeah. on the, the motorcycle yeah. banging him in the back of that truck or her trailer. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you can tell that they haven't showered in three weeks. Oh, easily. Like, I could smell it through the screen. And then I'm doing the inflation calculations for how much they said that they were paying him when he finally gets to, um, spoiler alert, when he um, makes all that money from those glasses yeah. that that guy conveniently hunts him down to try to find him to just give him, like, $10 million. And I'm like, holy shit. and it's it and it's the same story everybody's heard a million times the you know somebody underprivileged gets through circumstances of just being themselves gets all this money and blah 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 finds themselves loses it all but it's all for the greater good and then at the end of the day your stepdad i guess or your adopted your father who adopted you but he didn't his his wife did that you had sent money to is somehow a genius at the stock market and now has millions. So it's okay. Right. And you just go back to Louisiana in the same fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, they did upgrade it. They did. It just made it a little bit bigger. They made it. Yeah. They added an extension on it and it has the same sheet metal siding. Yeah. They've got millions of dollars, but that's okay. So that's okay. So my reaction on that movie is just, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I mean, it was entertaining. It was entertaining because it's so old and it's like, especially when they were doing the scenes where he was in his big mansion and stuff. And it's like, it's it's even more dated than Scarface, if that's possible. Like it's just so quintessentially 80s, but somehow being from 78. So still having those weird, like, there was no shag carpeting or anything anymore, but the aesthetic in that movie was was weird. Yeah, but I mean, I've for me how for how stupid the story goes, it's so funny and entertaining. I that's why I've always loved that film, and I like quoting it every now and then. <laughs> I don't dislike it, and at the same time, too, I found my I'm sitting there after he's um, when he leaves that um, that girl at the circus, and then he goes off with the with a curly blonde haired yeah. Girl. And they're like on the beach or something, which I didn't even know that they were near a beach. I thought they were in the plains. And I'm sitting there and I'm finding myself rooting for this guy to bang this girl, this guy with mental disabilities, trying to bang this girl with no more than a fifth grade education. And I'm like, I want to see this. And I'm like, oh, shit. This, this movie was meant for me, but, like, let's tone it back. Right. No, that's why I, I recommended it, because I'm like, that's... You and I would love to live that, just, like, for, like, a week. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know about a week. I would... Okay. I would go visit any... T- well, I would go visit any time period after World War II for two weeks... For one week. Any week you want to drop me in after World War II and after... I mean, the Vietnam War is just going to be such a huge span. That's almost unfair. So right. <laughs> I'll experience it. If, it. if I'm guaranteed to come back, I'm good. Um, but I want it to be after World War II still. So, so I'm good with that. All right. All right. Well, the movie you had me watch was As Good As It Gets with Jack Nicholson and Alan Hunt, which... And... What's his name? Oh, uh, shit. Why can't I remember her name? Diane Keaton. Yeah. And her sister is um, Frances McDermott. Okay. There's a lot of star power in that movie. She's she's the older sister. Remember when Jack Nicholson was naked behind the fridge and he walked in? Yeah. <laughs> and she was the, the sister who was like the feminist um, professor or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My first take of that movie is, and I actually I did a little research on it after I watched it. I didn't realize that um, Alan Hunter is in Helen Helen Hunt. 
No, that's not Helen Hunt. Um, you're ta- who are you talking about? Uh, the female actress. I can't think of her name. The, the young one, right? The waitress. Waitress. Did uh, I have he- you watch a different movie? It was made in 97. Tell me what oh you watched. <laughs> What's the plot? As good as, as good as it gets with Jack Nicholson. Ah, uh, I had you watch the wrong movie. Oh, no. God damn it. I've seen that movie too, so we can talk about it. I wanted you to... What the fuck was I... No, it's... it's that is Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt? Yeah. Yes, okay. Ah, oh, damn it. Something's gotta give. That's what I wanted you to watch. You'll do that uh, for the next one. That one's better. Not that that one was a bad movie, because Jack Nicholson's an asshole, the neighbor that lives across the... in the apartment. It's yeah. really good. Oh, okay, you threw me off there, because like I said, I was it was kind of fresh in my mind, but this... God, yeah, I can't believe I had you watch the wrong one, because the other one was made like the same year. Yeah, that's right. But no. Oh, I'm sorry. One? No, that was 2003. I am really messing up today. That's yeah, all right. I, like I said, I, I told you earlier, I uh, got, a little like of, <laughs> got a little almost passed out of work. But anyway, so I'll go back to As Good As It Gets. So I didn't realize that Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt both won Academy Awards that year for Best Actor and Best Actress. They did? Yeah. For that movie? Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't know that. And uh, Greg, uh, was it Greg Keenier? Yeah. Who plays Simon, the gay guy? He was up for uh, Best Supporting Actor. I'm like, that would have been a hell of a trifecta. And that came out the same year as Titanic. Right. And they took the awards. Yeah. Well, other than the Best Actor and Actress, that went to Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. I don't know why I keep looking down at it. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean is that their movie got them the top awards. Yeah. Other than Best Picture. What was Best Picture in 97? I think it was I think it was Lost World. Oh, was it? I think so. It was either, I think it was either Titanic or Lost World. But yeah, no, like that was that was that was a very interesting movie because they label it as a romantic comedy, but after watching it, I'm like there's not enough romantic parts in this to be even considered a romantic comedy. It is because he's such a dick. He, it's funny, and he's obviously into her. I, I, me personally, like most romantic comedies, I see there's a lot more involved in it. It was very short. I'm not saying I'm not dissing it. I actually really liked it. Plus, I also felt like I watched it as a kid, but it was probably in parts, and I just don't remember it because it looked very familiar when I started watching it. Yeah, but a few years ago, I think you remember I showed you that video of, like the greatest insults on movie and TV. Like ever, yeah. I finally got to put two and two together. The one scene where she, the blonde girl's like, um, I forget her name now. Anyway, she was talking about him, his um, writing he's done as an author, and she's like, "How do you write women so well?" And he goes, "I think of a man, and I take out reasoning and accountability." <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, oh man, that. Was- <laughs> Wow, that Again, things you just can't say now. <laughs> like things that just would not make it there. And that movie is what? 24 years old now? Right. Yeah. Look at like that's crazy. Like look at the, like that span is 24 years. That is totally different. Everything's just blown out of proportion. Right. But no, I um I would highly recommend watching it. it was, it's a very good watch. And um God, what's his other name? Uh, the other actor who's in it, he's the um, art dealer. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Was it um, Cuba uh, Gooding Jr.? Oh, yeah, that is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought for some Which reason... Funny, be, I, yeah, never mind. Um, but I never... The funny thing was, like, I've never really seen him in a movie, like, fully bald. Really? And I was like, wow. <laughs> but yeah, but the, yeah, that movie... Is really good, and the funny thing is, like he, like uh, Jack Nicholson's char- character is um, actually sounds like most people, some people we know, 
and it's uh, uh yeah what is it? he's what is it homo- i think he's what is he? he's homophobic racist and something else and i'm like <laughs> and it just shows you like jack douglas can play almost anything and get away with it <laughs> he seriously can he is just that guy's great I wish that he would do something now, now that he's right. older. Like, um, Anthony Hopkins just pulled off Best Actor this year for... I didn't even see the movie. Yeah. Um, what was it called? It was called, like... It was something... It was something weird. He played an old dude they hadn't seen that. Like, if they write the right role for Jack Nicholson, he couldn't... I know he's old as shit, but so is Anthony Hopkins. Right, but then you could also say... You can also make the argument for Tom Hanks. Any more now, I two I can name, especially now as they got older, is uh, Leo and Brad Pitt. Like, I love Leo and Brad Pitt and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And Brad Pitt's the one who took that award, too. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, again, it's the right roles for him. He's not being written into that those weird, like, punk want to be tough guy things anymore yeah it's actually i mean you know what actually that role kind of is but not as bad as it used to be well it was just perfect and i think brad pitt's like one of his best serious roles ever is hands down sevens yeah which kevin spacey's also the perfect serial killer (laughs) hey as much as a sicko as he is he kevin spacey is an amazing actor yeah too bad, he's a, too bad he's a sicko. Yeah, too bad he's apparently a pedophile. <laughs> and that really sucked. I really hate... We could, we could go into that. Yeah, that's, that's all, that could be a whole other podcast, to be completely honest. Um, how disappointed I am in the way they had to, had to end House of Cards because Kevin Spacey decided to touch somebody 30 years ago. And, and on the set of House of Cards, I'm not defending him. No. Um, I'm just saying that I'm so pissed off that that happened because other than otherwise, it, he's amazing. He's yeah. worked it on another movie. Really? He was spotted in Italy this year having lunch in between filming something. Huh. And I don't know what it is. It's not apparently one of those YouTube holiday specials with of... Frank Underwood that he does when he pretends that he's still him. Right. That was. I mean, I'm so okay with that, but <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, well, yes, just the, just the character, obviously. Yeah, uh, he tried to start a movement with that and everything. <laughs> like, just so weird. Just so weird. The things that some people do. So, well, I mean, like. Johnny Depp's an odd person in general. Yeah, like, but he's, he's also a good person. Yeah, like I said, I've, I've heard he's like one of the nicest people ever, but he's he's out there. Well, so what? I mean, he has his quirks and... Oh, yeah. I mean, gets, I'm, not, I'm not downing him or anything, but... And he got so screwed based on what is now coming out as complete and total lies made by Amber Heard and her lawyer said so. Her yeah. lawyer said that they're not that everything that we've been doing is not true, and she's totally fine. She's still an Aquaman too. Yeah, she was still in the Snyder Cut, and she's still going to be in more shit. And I don't get. And he's not. And he is. This is how good of a person he is. He just wants it to be over. He's not looking to go back at her to get her for anything. He's not looking for his money back that he lost doing all that other stuff. And he's really, really bad at managing his own money. But he's not looking for any of that. He just wants it to be over. Her dad apparently called him and was like, I'm really sorry. This is a total bullshit. And I don't know what she's doing. But um, sorry. <laughs> like Amber Heard's dad. And she is a total psycho. I mean, there are um, videos of her like hearings or whatever for what she accused Johnny of and they're asking her specifics like specific questions and stuff and her lawyers gave her chocolate chocolate bars so that as she's being asked questions she could start chewing on them before she even has to answer that way they can advise her on how to answer questions between when they ask them because she has her mouth full like this is 
somebody who that actually happened to, like the people that actually got basically tortured by Marilyn Manson, when they go up to give these testaments, they're not fidgeting and distracting themselves with this with 50 lawyers around them while they're also trying to sue Marilyn for $50 million, <laughs> like she is a Johnny Depp. They're up there actually candidly telling their stories and will answer any questions that you have. This is the difference between somebody who actually went through trauma and Amber Heard lying. And I right. cannot stand that. There should absolutely be a law against for people that lie about stuff like that. And then when you're caught and it's obvious and it's proven and your lawyer says that it's true or not true, like yeah. what what should be the penalty for that? I, I don't know, but there needs to be one and it needs to be tough. Right. Yeah, that... Speaking just, of shit uh, on YouTube, when I go to look up and I was actually going to make these one of your songs, but I... They're, it's maybe a little bit too mainstream at this point and it's long so I didn't want to do it but Billie Eilish is apparently such a badass that when you go to look up one of her music videos the ad that shows up before you actually hear the song and watch the video is an ad that she's in like she's in her own ads to her own videos that are getting over a hundred they're I mean just huge enormous multi-hundred million dollar viewed videos and now she's in the adobe ad that comes up before that video even starts it is ridiculous and she and i think she deserves every bit of that oh yeah she's so talented she is just on another level yeah and i am so 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 happy that music anymore at least for um the young girls that are making music now is going back to rock because, and I think everybody is too. When oh, she, yeah. if you watch reaction videos to the happier than ever music video, when it gets to that second half and it starts just hard, just power core, just oh, yeah. everybody flips their shit. Like no matter who it is. And I just love it. So um, the one video that I want to show you Okay. I'm going to share it now. Is right. you know who Olivia Rodrigo is, and you said that you've heard Driver's License, yeah. but you've not actually heard Good For You. This one is like going to give you Avril Lavigne vibes while mixed with like, I want to say, now Avril Lavigne and Billie Eilish, and it obviously is an evolution of Joan Jett. Okay. And, and she, when she did, I think that when she recorded the song, I think she was 17. She's 18 now. So the videos of her are 18. But the song was probably recorded when she was 17. And it's new this year. So let me share my screen. This one I'm actually going to show you the whole thing of. Okay? All right. There's not actually a lot of beginning sound i mean there we go eclipse You moved on really easily You found a new girl and it only took a couple weeks Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world And good for you, I guess that you've been working on yourself I guess the therapist I found for you, she really helped Now you can be a better man for your brand new girl Which is interesting because, like, the aesthetic anymore is like a mix of like Jimmy. 
this is really Y2K. That was Sweet Baby Ray behind her. Why was everything in her bedroom? Like, like, why was everything in her water? It's the So, the ending sort of got me off, cut me off guard because, I mean, I would assume that she didn't live by that lake. Right, yeah, I mean, it's just a random lake. Right. But what are your initial thoughts of that song, then, being the first time you heard it? Um, I do, I, I actually really like it. it. Like I said, it's got a lot of Y2K feel and... I don't know, it kind of felt a little nostalgic, the beat of it and how, like, just hearing her singing. Yeah. Like, that style. But, no, actually, yeah, I do really like it. I, uh... I personally love it. That bridge is nice. Yeah. Um, and it's almost hard to understand what she's saying, and I actually had to look it up the other day because I couldn't understand her. <laughs> just, just her cadence with it, not that she's not pronouncing it properly, yeah. but the, the way that she says it is just right. awkward. I'm going to sound like a huge asshole. Um, Olivia Rodrigo is not Mexican. Well then. She is Filipino. Gotcha. Well, she's half Filipino, half Eastern, well, half European. That's I know that's not half, but right. because it's so many different things. But right. I guess that that makes sense because Spain had control. This is me nerding out on this now. Spain had control of the Philippines forever. And there's yeah, obviously yeah. just going to be those names in there. So also when we say that she's half Filipino, she's probably the one half that is Filipino is probably not entirely Filipino anyways. It's just those are the dominating features. Right. So, yeah. All right, so do we want to oscillate this? So I just showed you one, then you show me one, and then I'll show you another one, and then you show me the last one. Yeah, that's not what I was kind of thinking. All right. Oh, I'm dripping. Oh. oh, hold on. There we go. Is this the one that you wanted me to guess the name of? No, no, no. I that I took that out because oh, I, said, I couldn't find the audio of it. So this is Hannah Dasher. I literally just heard this this morning. I was, I would, you know, I'm one of those people always like once like a month or something. I'll go on Spotify and see like there's any new artists or whatnot. What's new release? What sounds good? Right. I'm a big music buff. Now, this one has a very interesting sound to it. It has like a... I'll just let you listen to it. Is it playing? Yeah, can you hear it? No. So, when you went to go share your screen, did you tick the box that said optimize for sound? Probably not. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, close it and reshare it. Yeah. <laughs> oh geez, all right, hold on, let's try this again. All right. I knew that this was gonna be hilarious. All right. Sorry. I'm not tech savvy like you are. It's hold on. Box. And then I well, I get yeah, also optimize it for video, then it'll just that's just safe. All right, hold on. Go back a little bit. Such a hassle. I know, you are. You know what? Uh, 
Try this again. Where'd you go? All right, ready for this? Yes, back it up. I'm working, I'm wor you know what? You're so needy. <laughs> come on, come on, I'll, there we go. The beginning. Oh, sorry, I didn't, I, I'm off like a few seconds, jeez. I, I I don't know who this is. Blue jeans doing what they're supposed to do. Waited all week. Kind of like the nineties like the air show going on though, like the nineties eighties. To kick it in the gear and to build a real code. The band sounds good. Everything feels like a Friday night shirt. Got drinks in the air. We're dancing in the dark. And everybody's looking for a reason to leave this bar. That's a really honky-tonk outfit, too, and it's totally not of... This era, but it also kind of is exactly on point. Right. Well, apparently, the war on the street is bell bottoms. The bell bottoms are monsters. They're coming back. I don't know. Bell bottoms. No, they're bell bottoms. Those are the best. But it's a mix between the two. Her accents, um, I can't place it. I know, it's like... The way she says the IRs, like the AIRs. Yeah. Her vowels and her Rs. I don't know. I can't like pin voice like you compare her voice to. really like it's it's tame in the way that it doesn't spike too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not like flashy like you see nowadays. It's just yeah. pretty clean cut. Oh no wait, that's not <laughs> there's uh there's actually a lot of like Newer country artists out there that uh, are really just the it's hard to describe this. It's really they're really like there's a lot of like really talented ones out there that um, we can like. I'm trying to think. There's another newer one. I can't think of his name now. So she was a. Vast pro employee and then started writing music and just got big. Hmm. Damn. Good for her. Yeah. Like I said, I like it. It's very what true tattoo. I don't it's weird to even call like what traditional country is now because everybody's got a different opinion now. Right. Well, it's just it's just clean. It's just like a solid, like well put together, well produced song. Yeah. Um and it doesn't do anything weird. Like it doesn't, it uses traditional instruments and it doesn't go so hard with like that rock kind of influence that's in most country. I still firmly believe we need to bring back the steel guitars, but that's just me personally. It was in there. There was steel guitar in there. There was, but you know what I mean? Like that. You, you mean just the, like the Conway Twitty steel guitar, just the. <laughs> that, like, like Conway Twitty, Whaler Jennings, 
hell, even some of like um, Garth Brooks's like early stuff. Like I that's got to be so hard sound. playing though. To play that has got to be so like. Yeah, and, uh, they, that, takes, that, that takes a special talent. Yeah. Well, they have those. You know what? I guess it's really not that bad because I think I have no idea how to play it. But they have like those slide bars on them. But you're not always using that. I don't know. It's like a – how many rows is it? I thought there was more than one row. Isn't there – there's maybe like six strings like normal. Right. But I thought there were multiple decks. I don't know that. I, have, yeah, I, I don't know if that's true or not. Let's yeah. find somebody that knows how to play the steel guitar and bring them on. <laughs> if anybody knows how to play the steel guitar, leave a comment. Very intrigued. Also banjo, because I have a banjo and I'd like to learn. That's your fault. Busy man. Okay, so it's just one row. I don't know why I always thought it was, maybe because it's laying flat on a table and there's more than two strings on there. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's, that's almost like having somebody with a with sick guitar skills <laughs> with what the guitar you know the piano guitar. oh yeah 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 how do you feel about reggae i do like some reggae so my next one that i want to show you okay okay is actually from a german guy he's german he sings in english <clears throat> and okay. people are going to know him. You probably won't because... <laughs> Apparently but, I'm an uncultured swine. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't say that. <laughs> Allegedly. Right. I thought about it. Um, and he does like newer, like, like reggae rock kind of music. This okay. one, this song, actually, this is newer for me too. I have heard it, but okay. um, it's really recent for me. And it's called Colorado. So obviously that's interesting. That's for anybody that doesn't know that's where I live now. Um, not to get too weird about it. So I'm not going to play the whole thing because um, it, it just it gets number one, I don't know what's going to happen with the copyright on here. I'm getting a little nervous. But number two, it's repetitive. But it's still good. Um, yeah. Just you have to let me know what you think. I have not seen this video, actually. Okay. So I don't know. You can also dress this like it's kind of a
Yeah. Like I said, it gets really repetitive. I mean, like I said, the I like the beat of it. That's actually I I, I like get, the music. Yeah, I, I can definitely get with the beat. Like I can vibe with that. The lyrics aren't bad, but the, the music video. <laughs> uh I had didn't see it before I put it on. Um <laughs> Well, for future reference, now we know. <laughs> now I know. So the guy's name, I don't know if you caught that. The guy's name is Milky Chance. Oh. Uh, he's big enough here. I actually saw him at the House of Blues in Cleveland. Oh, no kidding. It was, this was years ago. He had not done this yet. Um, <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of him in the world. Like, I know his music and stuff, and I know, like, yeah. his, like his top, like, ten. I don't, he really doesn't have more than 10 good ones, anyways. He probably doesn't even have 10 good ones. Um, He was, he likes to play with this other German band that I absolutely listen to and I'm a big fan of, but they only sing in German. So it's a little harder for people around here to get into. But since he does English, I, I don't know. He apparently, like I said, he came to Cleveland. And so that was, um, yeah, I like it. I just don't know how to feel about it. It's one of those things that's like, I like it, and I don't want to tell anybody about it. Oh, we, can, we can mark that on the list of guilty pleasures. <laughs> right. Yep. All right. So my last one. That one in Lana uh, Del Rey. I'm, did, what? <laughs> <laughs> so my last one is going to be a little ridiculous, because that's how I am. Well. Yeah. <laughs> It's um actually one from actually one of my favorite female rappers right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, hang on. I'm sorry. You all right there? Uh, that was straight rubbing alcohol. I'm gonna pour it for anybody that doesn't know. Uh, <laughs> all right, go ahead. Sorry. All right. So this one is um. I forget, it was back in the 90s. I forget who is all in it. I got to look that up real quick. But there was a song called Boys in the Hood. Boys yeah. Out, you know, cruising down the street in my six folk. So Becky the Stallion decided to make her own version of this. Okay. And so... She came out with girls in the hood. The hood. <laughs> Being good, I'm a bad bitch. I'm sick of motherfuckers trying to tell me how to live. Whack hoes hate under my pictures on the gram. Bitch, you better hope. How you say whack? In the mall with him, mama have a ball with him. Somebody Is that how you spell whack or was it with an H? Oh, is Cardi in this? No, it's just, it's just her. I thought the background of that, I thought that was Cardi. No, it's just, uh, it's just making me shine. Uh, this is another one of my guilty pleasures. What's that? I said this is another one of my guilty pleasures. <laughs> her in general, maybe not this song, but I don't know what makes her good. She sounds like that. Uh... God damn it, what's the name of that artist? It doesn't fucking sound like else. I do this is a joke. Um, she's always, I think this is why I like her because her attitude and kind of how she sounds reminds me of a Missy Elliott. 
office. Yes, I got a man. If I don't that um girl that does that song, you could have had a bad bitch. The girls in the hood are always hard. Ever since 16, I've been having a job, knowing nothing in life, but I gotta get rich. You could check the throwback pics. I've been that bitch. I'm a hot girl. I do hot shit. I do hot income. But yeah, basically that's Yeah. That's it, but what what, what, what Lizo, Lizo. Oh it's the same reason that Lizo's good because of the but obviously but Megan the Stallion has better songs because Lizo has like one. Yeah, well, that's like, like I said, I think, like I said, those two both remind me of like a Missy Elliott attitude, which I like. That I mean, I've always liked Missy Elliott. Yeah. It's, well, she also like she also like revolutionized like how hip hop and rap is like just with the different beats. Like, um, what's the name of the song? I'll work it. Like yeah. the beat of that, or um. I have to look this up. Hold on. Is that do love me some Missy Elliott? Where is it at? Um, I'm starting to get more into rap anymore. Um, I never really was. I still, I still really am not. I'm appreciating it. I just don't. It's not something that I'm ever going to turn on. For some reason, Megan Thee Stallion kind of is something that I would put on every now and then. Um. Right. I also have to listen to it at 5.30 every morning when my neighbor upstairs gets up. <laughs> One thing that I've been thinking about doing, because in my closet, they have, like, there's the, like, tiers of shelves because this place is built, like, 86. It has yeah. like, two shelves above where the actual, like, bar is to hang your clothes. So on the top shelf, I'm thinking about putting okay. my 15-inch woofer up in there. Just shove it up in there, get as close to the ceiling as possible, and play something with as deep a bass as it possibly is. I'll start putting on Beyonce at four in the morning <laughs> and just crank it. And I'll go sleep in the spare room and I'll let that go. Just so that he can know. So he knows how it feels. Cause his bedroom's apparently right above mine. And he gets up and does fuck jumping jacks and everything at like five in the morning. Good for you, dude. Right. But on a Saturday and Sunday morning, I'm not getting up that early. I'm not doing it. Right. So there was a point in time where I'm like, maybe this will be good for me because it'll force me to wake up. And about no, you can actually, you can actually just go fuck right off. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. I mean, I still personally think you should just start blaring uh, the guys on your shirt. That might work. I mean, I could just start. They're not bassy enough though. Because he's throwing, I don't even know who he's playing because I can't hear the music. I only hear the So I don't know if I have to put on like binaural beats or something. Or I'm trying, to get song, I'm trying to think of a good song that bumps. It doesn't even need to be good. It needs to be annoying as shit. Oh, well, I mean, if you, if you don't want to, it's going to go ridiculous and you should totally do... Um... A million by little Wayne, that thing hits. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Or what's the other one? Um, it's actually making the stallion has one, and that thing just starts off like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Maybe I can get that song and just put it on repeat. This thing, this actually, this subwoofer, it's not even that big, and it, it hurts my ears. I feel bad for myself putting it on. But that's clips for you. I want to make my own speakers so bad. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get one of those kits to where because I sell kits to where they give you the driver, they give you the cone, they give you like yeah. the frame for the box and everything. I want to get one of those and put it together so that I can get a better understanding of how speakers are built. And then I want to play around with because the hard part is the driver. Yeah. Well, the hard part's the construction of it, and it's all of it. But once you get that down, because you can learn how to actually put things together pretty easily, like if you if it's just assembly. Yeah. But building a driver has got to be 
pretty hard. There's got to be some programming, obviously, that that's involved in that. Right. You can buy drivers. I want I want to start with building the whole thing from stuff that's already made. Break it down a little bit more each time to where I'm adding on to it. And eventually, I think it'd be really cool to make your own speakers. Yeah, that would be really cool. That would be really, yeah. I was trying to think of a better word, but yeah. <laughs> Remember that idea I had for that speaker cabinet? Yeah. It was actually, it was really, okay, so they made record cabinets where they just had this big furniture console that you could open the top up on and that because it was flat so you could store things on top of it and then you could open it and that's where the record player is and that's where the equalizer was and then the rest of it was just basically a piece of furniture for the audio equipment yeah and i tried to design one of those for like modern usage and make it because we're we're sort of going back to that retro kind of vibe of like the 50s and 60s and so i wanted to give it those hard like modern angles and stuff like that and I wanted this for me. I don't want this to actually sell it. But I really, I like, I love impressive, large pieces of furniture that are also functional. Because yeah. they make subwoofers anymore, like Paradigm, the company, the audio company Paradigm makes subwoofers that they, you could basically use as furniture. They're big, like um, hexagonal units. Okay. This big or whatever and pretty deep. And they're incredible. They put out incredible sound. And they are also furniture that they do those wine tests on. They'll put a wine glass on top of it, crank it as loud as it goes. Yeah. And the wine glass doesn't move at all. And I thought hmm. that was really cool. So I'm like, well, what why isn't it just a piece of furniture then if it can do all that? And yeah. then it can actually be like you know, you can have more utilization with it other than just playing your music for you. So it's incorporating your furniture that exists to be not so noticeable because the best sound systems are the sound systems that you don't notice. Yeah. That actually be like really good. I feel like if you could hide it in like end tables. But they would be the end table. Right. That's what I'm saying. You hide them in end tables that are essentially your end table. Then you can kind of monkey around with that and you can actually almost damn near have a true surround sound and nobody would notice well that's what i'm saying so i mean you could have like let's say that you had just had like a traditional setup like you had your entertainment center or whatever at the, at the front of the room yeah in the middle is your coffee table your couch end tables chair chair or however it is that it's arranged. Yeah. and then maybe behind that there's a sideboard or something all of those things have the ability to be to be sound devices yeah it could be speakers of some sort this would be obviously high-end because i mean if you had all that together and it was something that somebody like paradigm made it would be 10 grand yeah it'd probably be more than that each stick of furniture would probably be like a thousand or two grand a piece or something right you would tear through it but it but it should create an experience that you wouldn't get otherwise like it should be that it should be that noticeable when i say that the best sound system is a sound system that you don't notice. I mean that in the sense that, like, if you had it, if you had it tuned to a certain degree, you would not know the difference of of what you're seeing and hearing actually happening versus something that's turned on. It should be that real. Yeah, and it should also come from nowhere. Right. No, I totally agree with that. That'd be pretty cool. I think that's awesome, but that's that would take a lot of it, like engineering that I don't know how to do. But I really want to do that. I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, because as of right now, that's way above our pay grade. <laughs> yeah, considering our pay grade for that is zero dollars and zero cents. <laughs> but that is just awesome. That is just sweet. So, I mean, honestly, I mean, they make pretty decent. Like right now, I have a Klipsch soundbar and a, and a subwoofer that operates. They communicate with each other over Bluetooth, and they're really good. Yeah. And I've had them for a couple of years, and they shake. But... When you start getting into that level, like that audiophile level, you just don't stop. And I mean, I guess there is also like an addiction standpoint with that. Right. But still. And then when I bought this new record player and started buying the new LPs that come out that are the 180 gram versions that aren't the lighter ones. Yeah. So they don't do this as they spin. Okay. They just sound so good. And for some reason, like with this Billie Eilish vinyl that i just bought 
the at the actual audio channels that the needle rides in yeah translate so much more bass than the digital versions it is ridiculous like i've got to basically turn that woofer off <laughs> if i'm going to be listening to it after 10 i have to turn that thing totally off or else it's going to be too much and i mean it in a good way because it should be well i mean i guess that's not such a good way i don't have a lot of variance with this subwoofer so i guess i don't know but maybe that's what you should play at four in the morning <laughs> maybe it is <laughs> maybe you're right um, and the interesting about this too is it only on the back it has basically like a CD tray firing port so on the top end of this rectangular box mm -hmm. it has this thin strip that's where the woofer fires Okay. Most of the high-end ones, like that one that I was talking about with Paradigm, actually has just three, three like probably two-inch holes on two sides. Because it's a hexagon, okay. they can fire like not completely opposite from each other, but probably like 80 degrees or something. And there's so there's six firing tubes. Hmm. And that's probably how you get. I mean, there's, it's, it's also amped to the nth degree. Shoots out of six holes, and that also helps keep it from vibrating so that you could put that wine glass on top of it and nothing happens. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just trying to That's reverse really engineer this right now, and it's... I'm trying. <laughs> so, that's interesting, though. Yeah, so I'm going to get a workshop one of these days, and I'm just going to start playing around with that stuff. Yeah, anyway. that always, yeah, that'll always be cool to learn. It's kind of like doing car audio. Car art, uh, audio. <laughs> yeah, if you're like my neighbor, then you just put the biggest subwoofer in there that slaps as much metal as possible so that when you turn around, it goes... <laughs> I uh, was on my way home from work. I was at, oh, what is it? Uh, it was 82 in uh, Pearl. Yeah. And I think actually, like, that's where, like, when we were on the phone, and this dude, and like, a had to be like a 20, had to be a 2019 Silverado, and he was playing, like, he was playing some rap song, and he was trying to bait, like, like thump it, and he could just hear everything just. <sighs> I don't know I don't if that understand. was the metal rattling or that was the speakers blowing. Might have been both. It was Who probably knows? all of it. But I mean, when you put that much, and it was probably a shitty car. It was like a, like I said, a 2019 like Silverado. Oh. You could build <laughs> trucks up. But, yeah, but you, that's you not... You see some of the people I hang out with. <laughs> that is not meant to happen. Well, yeah, that's like that's somebody um, doing it in just the most distasteful way possible. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, I've seen I've seen people who've put you know thousands of dollars of audio in their truck, and don't get me wrong, it sounds really good. And it's like it's almost like your uh, subwoofer. Like sometimes, like it's so much, it's like oh god, like right, but it god. can't rattle the like the fabrication of the vehicle. Like it can't. If it starts rattling the innards of the doors too much and it starts going because there's metal just literally untwisting itself, like that doesn't sound good. Right. Yeah. There's a fine. Or like line. the right, or that high school kid who's got like two 12 inch subs in the trunk of his Honda Civic and you just see the trunk just doing this. <laughs> right. Uh, there are people that go to like Venice Beach that just have like when you open their trunk lids, like on Monte Carlo's. You open up the back, and it's just this array of woofers. Right. It is just insane. Right. I don't get to that level, but uh, I got to go pick up my friend from the airport. Oh, all right. What were we doing in the cabinets in my, oh, that's right, right. my house for the weekend? I, for I forgot. <laughs> I didn't expect you to remember. Yeah. 
Well, I didn't so, know. You, right. I didn't know. You, I didn't know your friend was coming from the airport this late. That's what threw me off. Well, it's also he came to the airport near me, not the one two and a half hours away. So that's really convenient. I'm only eight right. minutes away from the airport. Place. I'm probably going to go to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to stop at that Italian restaurant again. That was. We'll stop at the liquor world because it's like 20,000 square feet of liquor. And then we'll stop at the Italian place, throw up in the bushes outside, and then take the other hour and a half drive back home. Right. Because we need an hour and a half to recoup. Just not talking at all. Just. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. And uh, we'll see you next time on the third episode of The Modern Method. See you guys.